Foursquare movement is a powerful movement. The Lord has ordained this ministry. And we are all a part of that movement. The Lord has placed us in this community that we may represent the kingdom. We are the ambassadors of the kingdom here in this community. So let's do our part. Let's do our work. Amen? So good to be part of God's work in our day and age. Uh, this morning, I, before I go into the world, I just want to uh, introduce my parents. Uh, they're here in the house. My parents-in-law. <laughs> my parents-in-love. I like, I like that better. <laughs> yes. With the grandmother to Ethan, Elizabeth, and Elias. Sit it over there, please wave. <laughs> and the grandpa should be around somewhere. You'll, you'll see him. This morning, I, I got an update on my father, my biological father back in Africa. He has been sick a few days and admitted in the hospital. So we've been praying for him. Eresania. Eresania. Very ancient name. <laughs> Eresania. I got a message this morning that he's praying for everyone in the hospital. And he's blessing his children. I'm like, ah, don't go too fast. <laughs> don't be saying your last words. Because <laughs> I still want to see him. But the good, the good news is that he's, he's recovering. But most importantly, that struck my heart is that he's, he's praying for people. He's blessing the children and, and my friends and families who are visiting him in the hospital. He's blessing them. He's praying for them. And you know a little bit about my father's story shared. The Lord has touched his heart. He's a new man today. My family has been changed by the power of the Lord. And God is good. Before I forget, um, I thought I should share with you guys my music life. You know, I've been packaging the gospel uh, in music for the last so many years. So I have actually recorded eight CDs. You guys don't know. <laughs> uh, the, my first CD I wrote, I was on the hospital bed. Uh, you, you know my story. And so I've been doing that. And I have put together, I just picked, unpicked a few from each of those CDs and put together 16 CDs on these uh, uh, songs in, on this CD. And I think I have enough copies for each one of you. Amen. It is, it is free unless you want to make a small donation on it to, to help cover up whatever. So, but uh, don't feel guilty if you can't put any money on it. Just, just take it. And my, my purpose is I want you to share what God has been speaking to me all these years through music. Amen. So you see my wife after the service. So before I left for Europe, we had started uh, our sweet conversation about prayer. 
And I just want to continue that a little bit uh, for the next few weeks, if God wills. Amen? Let's humble ourselves and pray again. Father God, we thank you for your loving kindness upon us. We are loved by you. And this morning, God, we just pray that you will, you will speak to each one of us. I know you have a word, you have a message, you have a counsel for each one of us, Lord. You know where we are at. You know what we need. You know where we are going. We're on this journey. But we are in different places, different levels, different positions. Some of us have a few years. Some of us have a little longer to live. We have different challenges. You know all these things, Lord. And I pray that you will equip us with grace to live this life meaningfully. To commit our hearts on things that matter. That you will teach us wisdom that will enable us to number our days, Lord. That your spirit will illuminate your word, your wisdom, the secret of the kingdom. That we will live not as unwise people, not as blind people, but as your children who have the secret of the kingdom. Bless your word this morning, God. And may your word come with healing and hope. And I give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. So why do some people pray more while others not? Is it for the same reason that people tend to communicate more when their relationships are healthier and deeper? Or is it because some people have tested and seen that the Lord is good? And so they have that deep, anxious desire to spend more time with him? Or is it because communication, as we know, dwindles when a relationship is shallower or non-existent? All these questions come to mind. And I want us to think about them as we go through this message this morning about prayer. We're going to take our first reading in the book of Luke, chapter 10. Verse 38 to 42. Look, look, 
10. 38. 42. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing uh, worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. So let's practice a little bit of what we call Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina is uh, a Latin phrase, which means sacred reading. And I hope you all practice Lectio Divina. Sacred reading of the written word of God. So, in this text, Lectio Divina uh, highlights some, some, some powerful words. You know, it's, it's a process. When you're reading the Bible, there are words that just, just jump at you, jump at your face. That's Lectio Divina. Amen? So, two words jumped at me or jumps at us when we read this, uh, this text. One is listening. Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he told. The other word is distracted. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah, adding emphasis. Uh, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner plans. And we could bring out a few other mundans or nuggets of the words from this text and get deeper to what is happening here. So the key question, which uh, this text also raises for us is, what is the one thing that Jesus is talking about here? What is the one thing Jesus says, but Mary has discovered a good thing. Mary, let's find that verse. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. One thing. And Mary has discovered it. And that no one can take it away. You know, most scholars agree that the one thing Jesus meant here is love. That Mary had discovered love. I agree with that. After all, love is the greatest commandment. And love 
is God himself. Okay? So I agree with that. You saying something? Hallelujah. That's important. Um, so yes, Mary had found love with the Lord. And you know when you found love, no one can take it away. Amen? Based on the text, I also want to highlight another thing that I believe it's uh, this text alludes to. And that is contentment. When we look at the two sisters, one was not bothered about concerns of life, Mary. She felt contented just sitting there at the feet of Jesus. So contentment is a powerful ingredient of a Christian life. Contentment is, is a very rare thing. Not so many people have it. As long as you're human. <laughs> there is always going to be the desire to find something more. To find an addition. So, Martha was concerned about the welfare that evening, about the food. I bet she was preparing dessert, main course, and starters, coffee, tea, you know. And yet, in the grand scheme of things, all that mattered that night was time spent with the Lord. So, and we all find ourselves in this place when we're worried and we're upset. And it could be very easy for Martha to, to simply disengage from the meeting, from the fellowship that night, disengage with the sister. And, and, and the spirit of offense could easily infiltrate Martha's heart. And she, she could become bitter. I don't know, we do not hear much. Perhaps she was just this nice, you know, complaining a little bit. And, but I don't know how deeply that got into her. It could become a terrible issue. The spirit of offense. Which could ruin ruin our fellowship, our relationship with her sister, simply because she became jealous and upset that she was not receiving the help that she needed from, from the little sister. Well, we're not told if Mary was a little sister, but I would, I would guess so. The scripture doesn't say, so don't get, don't misquote me there. <laughs> yes. So, um, do you realize that sometimes we lose our sleep over things, over some things, and later 
we realized that, pff, why was I losing my sleep over this? You know, seems less important. And maybe you're here this morning, and all your problems that you're bringing, all the problems you brought this morning, when you take a good long look at it, those things are not important. A story was told of uh, some people who went to prayer. They brought their problems. One person brought a problem in a small plate like that. Fall. So, Lord, I have brought my problems before thee. <laughs> As he was praying, another person came with a, with a benson of prob- full of problems. And crying before the Lord. And then, while he was still praying, another person came with three sacks of problems. Brought the baggage, the burden before the Lord. And they were all leaning there, presenting their problems. This is a pathetic story, okay? And then while these three were praying, one person comes with a truck full of problems. (laughs) And then he dumps them. They say, I'm going back for more. (laughs) And then these people here begin to look at their problems. The one with the problems in the plate just say, oh, no, I'm just, just getting out of here. I don't think I have problems. <laughs> then the first three just disappear say, no, 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 no. There are people in the world going through bigger challenges. So maybe mine is small. And besides, the Lord does not let us go through things that he has not given us enough grace to overcome it. Amen? Maybe what you're going through came for a divine purpose, a divine reason. Not all, but I believe Scripture that even all things work for good. Satan may have caused it, but God will turn it to work for your good. Why? Because you love the Lord and the Lord is interested in you. Now, these take us a little deeper to begin to think about desiring things that matter, desiring God, desiring a time with Him in His presence. Let's take another reading in the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 3 to 8. For we will worship by the Spirit of God are ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort, though I could have confidence in my own effort, if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. This is Paul speaking. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I'm a a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so jealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, 
I obeyed law, the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable. But now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing. Now that's another Lectio word, Lectio Divina word. The value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage. Wow. Garbage? I love that word. Okay? We'll come back to it. So that I could gain, another important word, Lectio Divina, gain Christ and become one. Another word to think about. Become one with him. These are things that matter. Which means, as Paul has stated here, he talked about his religious practice, the self-righteousness that he practiced. All was nothing but worthless. What else would we even add to that list? Being a Pharisee, a zealous follower, an Hebrew, circumcised on the eighth on the eighth day, followed the law. He was righteous according to the law. Could we even add physical things, material things to that list? And then we turn and look at them and just say, none of those compares to what we found in Christ. Yes. Amen. My house, my car, whatever it is. Things that can be eaten. The rust and, you know, those who live by the coast, you wake up one morning and, and your car is rusting. Yeah. And your house has, they call it a dry what? Dry, dry rock. And dry rot. And before you know it, the value, whatever you valued, it's nothing. But there's one thing that cannot be taken. It's right here in your heart. Christ Jesus, the hope of glory. Everything will go, but His word, the Bible says, will endure forever. So you hang on His word, and His word will carry you to eternity. His word is faithful. His word is powerful. It was in the beginning. His word will bring you safe ashore. That's Christ. You know, it was the word of God that floated Noah and his family. Go build ark, and you'll float in it. I believe some people also tried to stay afloat, right? When the flood came, some people floated in their cars or in their boats. But the word of God that came to Noah is what kept them safe. So people can try to live fulfilled lives in this world, 
But only Christ can give us fulfillment. Amen. <laughs> oh, what a joy. What a blessedness. We belong to Jesus. And with contentment, you will cease to want more and more and more. People who want more and more in this world. You know, and for that reason, they can't find time to spend with the Lord. Because they're running, chasing after all these things. What are they chasing after? Why are they in so much urgency? Because they're going after things that they believe are important to them. You know, where man's treasure is, so his heart will be. So, but if your heart is with the Lord, you will want to chase the Lord down. Amen? You will always be going after the things of the kingdom. You value it. You treasure it. You value your time when you come like we have come. Let's take this message back to our families, to our grandchildren. Amen? Let's take this message. Let's leave this message and let let the people around us know. When they look at you, they see you smiling. They see you happy, even when you're going through a stormy situation. And they wonder, like, what in the world is happening with this person here? There are people, just small things, destabilize them for days, for weeks. A small problem. A small problem. And they're telling everyone about it with the social media these days. You tell everyone about your problem on social media? And looking at the problem, it's small. No. There is more to this life. More important stuff. One meal a day is sufficient. Perhaps one car is good enough. One house. With only the rooms that you need. The rooms that you use anyway. Perhaps one wife and one husband. Just enough. You don't need two wives. You don't need two husbands or more. When the Spirit of the Lord is in you, these things that people run after, they don't affect you. Because you understand that fulfillment comes from the Lord. You know, sometimes it's the time that you spend with a friend, a family member, is what really matters. The time you spend with your kids. Before that time is no more. 
you know, someone said that not everything that counts can be counted. And not everything that can be counted counts. I'll say that again. Not everything that counts can be counted. And not everything that can be counted, like money and other things, really counts. And so maybe we just want to find those little things that matter, that make somebody smile, that leave a meaningful memory in the life of somebody we have impacted. We may not be remembered, but that person's life will never be the same again. Let's start today. Let's start small. <clears throat> and it's never too late <laughs> to begin that adventure of living a life of passionate desire, life of prayer, life of contentment with the Lord and the things that he has given us. You know, in fact, prayer is not learned by reading a book. How many of you have read books about prayer? <laughs> prayer springs from fellowship. In other words, you learn about prayer by praying. You catch it. You just don't know about it. How many people know about prayer? And they don't spend even five minutes praying. They know about it. But they don't do it. So by not doing it, they really don't know prayer. So, prayer is caught. It's not learned. I'm a book. Have you ever seen babies reading some books about how to say their first words. Okay, now I'm three, I'm two. Okay, I've got to start learning about how do you say ba ba ba. No, they just started. They just start talking. It doesn't make sense. But to them, they'll be communicating. They'll tell you a whole story. I was funny with my son. He could tell a whole story in tongues. And we just go and say, yeah, that's right, <laughs> agree, <laughs> you know, they just begin. It's like speaking in tongues. You don't get, uh, you don't have the alphabet for it. You just yield yourself, you just yield your tongue. And you just let the Lord overtake you and you start speaking in tongues. You don't go to school to learn, learn that. Amen? Some of you have been held back because you think it is too complicated and weird. So you've never even bothered or desired it. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> Amen. So, 
I'm going to close right there. And we're going to join in the Lord's table. Amen? We have a long day today. And we just want to... I hope you've learned something. Amen? So let's have people come over here and help us with this. Um, Again, I'll just hold it and we pray. <clears throat> Father God, we thank you that we get to share the Lord's table this morning again. Prepare our hearts. And may, oh God of glory, you do the spiritual work. Remind us of our fellowship, of our commitment, that we belong to Christ when we take the cup and the bread. Bless this moment in Jesus' name. So just go ahead and give them all the bread and the cup, and then we shall pray. I see 
All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sinning, peace thou endures, strength of the presence to cheer unto God. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with ten thousand beside. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning. You must see, I see, all I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, and to me. Great is thy faith. One more time. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Let's just stay still and silent in his presence for a moment. We come in the presence of the Lord. Our enemy is defeated. As we were singing here, the Lord showing me that the enemy has used the spirit of offense to embitter and to damage some people here. You're going to take a stand and refuse permission to the enemy. And that his scheme will not succeed because you're a child of God and you belong to a greater mission. The mission to build one another, not to tear them down. That out of you will flow the rivers of life-giving waters. Because what the spirit of offense does, builds walls 
and it makes you bitter and unhappy. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for your peace, forgiveness, love, and embrace to happen. That we will begin to build bridges. Lord, as we take your blood and your body, forgive us. That we won't take your cup unworthily. If you see the need, feel the need to repent, just go ahead and do that. I do that all the time. Go ahead and take the bread, remembering the body of Jesus that was broken for your sins. take the cup which represents his blood that was poured for the sins of the world poured for you and for me his blood that cleanses his blood that gives us hope sick this morning you feel the burden that you want God to do something just want you to leave your chair and come here I'm going to pray for you uh, and I'm going to warn you because I'm going to anoint you with anointing oil so if you don't if you're not into that thing don't come <clears throat> okay <laughs> don't come Play that. Play that. Let's just push back a little bit. Make a line here. What do we pray for today? Your ears? Yeah. Both? Okay. If I can get this open again. pray for Christy right now. You are still in the business of miracles. Yes. Sign and wonders. Yes. 